This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Miss Mitzi Purdue, who I will, if you can't tell, if you can't, with a kit or the microphone by Mitzi Purdue and soon in the next coming episodes, a camera by Mitzi Purdue. If you can't notice, though, I have on a ridiculous hoodie. And that's because you have graduated from collared shirts to hoodies. And you may be thinking that that's a step backwards, Mitzi, but it's actually a step forwards because it's at first it's a sign of respect, but now it's a sign of I'm comfortable with you and I don't feel like I need to put on a, a shirt and tie, but rather I can just throw on a hoodie. So I just wanted on to the let other you know. hand, I, I put on all my best makeup and I did my hair for you. So oh, there. well, now I look well, well, actually, my hair is, if you can't tell, it's done. It's fresh out of the shower. It's got some. It's no, got some but now you it. see what kind of person I really am. Yeah, you yeah. saw me stick it to yeah, you, but yeah. I love you anyway. Well, I thought I was making a good tactical move by throwing on a hoodie. <laughs> now, Clearly, I have it. No, nope, I, I have taken the insult. This podcast is over. But, <laughs> now we're good friends and you can tease me i can tease you yes, but i ma'am. get to tease you harder and bigger because i'm older that, hey you know what that is a fair i can't yeah you're right you know what it's true. i win <laughs> you win checkmate for now um <laughs> so that podcast with christy wells was uh terrifying they talked about human trafficking that's a couple episodes ago for anyone listening my mom watched it and there are she has gone to houses in our neighborhood because it's a neighborhood full of very young children. And she has shown them that episode. She's shown parents that episode and was like, you need to open your eyes about this. Like anyone with, you know, she's lucky her youngest son is 29. There are a lot of houses just to the left and right of me of very young girls. And like I said, originally talking to you and now Christy, before talking to y'all, my mindset was you know, this happens in a dark alley and this happens, uh, you know, in a third world nation. Not that this happens in a nice Norman Rockwell painting, but it does. But it does. Yeah. And that just terrified me. But so with that, with that, what, what is it that the average person can do? Because I can interview you guys and, and listen to your stories and it terrifies me and I can show them to people and, you know, I, I did my little thing and, you know, like my mom can go show it to neighbors and stuff. But what is the average person listening? Like what what can they do? Because it seems very this monumental. You're standing at the foot of Mount Everest and it's like human you know, trial trafficking. And it's like, this is terrible. What do I do aside from like hit like and comment? Like what is what like what can they do in the real world? Well, first of all, I love your mother's idea of. Uh showing it to neighbors and I'm going to mention showing it I I get on other podcasts I've, I've been on 72 this year yay but uh, I'm going to tell other podcasters to tune in that particular segment because I thought it was just outstanding over the top informative wonderful so awareness is, is a big start and I would love our listeners to sign up for my blog Because when this fight, which is the organization that I founded, I would love to have ever more people signing up for my blog. Because here's here's what happens if you sign up for my blog. First, uh, you'll hear some really interesting information about what 
what different anti-trafficking organizations are doing to combat this. Mm -hmm. And you'll also learn all sorts of like warning signs, things to be, you know, if you see them, if you see one, maybe it doesn't mean anything, but if you see two or three in your children or children that you know about, here's what you should do about it. And I'll tell you right off what to do about it. Uh, There's an organization called Polaris Mm -hmm. and it, it runs the nation's hotline for trafficked, uh, children and adults and uh, I guess you have to go to I, I haven't memorized the hotline number but but go to the Polaris website and you'll find just dozens of, of active things that you can do I'll tell you right off one thing not to do you see a situation where you're just certain that trafficking's going on uh, you know maybe a scared child who's uh, you know, being jerked around by some adult and the child looks terrified and you know something really bad's happening, here's what not to do. Don't try to rescue the child yourself because over and over again, when individuals who are caring, they want to do the right thing and they try to interfere, if they're not trained, they're, they're highly likely to put the child's life in danger. Or if not in danger, the child, you know, just the attempt might result in the child being beaten or starved. So very, very important thing. And I think all the rescue organizations agree on this. If you see trafficking, just walk on by as if you didn't notice. And then if it looks urgent, call 911. If it doesn't look urgent, go to the internet and look up Polaris and trafficking and they've got a hotline that, that you can find in the internet. But so number one piece of advice is don't leave it to somebody who's trained because law enforcement knows what to do in those situations. They know how to move in quietly and disarm people. They, I mean, they have all sorts of skills that we don't even know about. Uh, so to protect the child or the adult, say nothing, move on by as if you were oblivious to it. And then... It, if necessary, nine one one, or if there's a little bit of time, call Polaris. Okay. Okay. But there's a point two to this. Okay. Come to my website. It's winthisfight.org, and sign up for my blog because along the way, I'm 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 a trained writer. I for oh, about twenty years of my life, I had the most widely read environmental column in the country. It went to 420 newspapers. So I know how to write. I know how to tell stories. I, well, people tell me this, so I'm going to boast. I think if you read it, I think you'll be fascinated, A, about what's going on, but B, what you can do about it. And or I'll, I'll tell you organizations that you can support. But the overall thing is I want to get a bigger and bigger distribution for my blog because the more readers I have, the more clout I have when I go call in big organizations sure. and ask for help. Sure. Yeah. No. And as always, that the, the link to that will be in the description and sticking in the top comment. And I, I told Christy as well, you guys have my podcast is yours. The the key I have given you all the key. And it's because if I figure as this podcast gets bigger, there's I would you guys can walk in and just use this as your platform. You don't need to spend your time building up a platform. I will build this up and you guys can just walk in and use it. Just that's, that's yours. I can't think of a better cause. I haven't given anyone else that I don't care for anyone else. If they're trying to sell something, I don't care, go away. But with you guys, it's, 
and it it's kind of it kind of goes with that you know the if it bleeds it leads but i was thinking like i think what snags people's attention and could thus bring more awareness to this is and it's a fine line between creating a a supply for a demand of nefarious news which is i think that's where we get into the the news the state of the news in the world right now in 2020 but is kind of the worst things is what grabs people's attention like i've i've sorry i've rarely had people i rarely have people go out of their way to like text me after an episode some people comment whatever but rarely do i get someone that reaches out to me outside of the normal channel and says hey i watched that episode but when Miss Wells was talking about like gorilla pimping, putting kids in cages, lighting them on fire, satanic ritual abuse, as horrible as that is, that's what gets into people's heads. Because in a world of 24-7 news and you see bombs and earthquakes and genocide, and it's, a lot of it can get go right over your head. But when you hear that, that's what gets people to sort of snap the neck. And what did I just hear? And that's, I think that might be the way to garner attention is, Tell the world. Well, actually, that, that's my story, how I got involved. Yeah. Because up until April 11th of 2019, I'd heard the words human trafficking, but that just sort of glide on by. Mm-hmm. It didn't really mean anything until I heard a lecture in which I watched videos of little 11, 10-year-old girls. There, there might have been a dozen of them. And they had just been rescued. But here's what they had just been rescued from. Just picture little girls. They had been forced to have sex with strangers 10 or 12 times a night, 365 days a year. Or in other words, they had been raped more than 3,000 times a year. And I got to see, alas, something I couldn't unsee, which is the terror and the despair on, on these little girls' faces. And that kind of brought it to light to me that there's just insane numbers of people who are really suffering and we have the ability to do something about it. And I just, I want to give you for a second a picture of how many we're talking about, because I saw a picture of a dozen girls and I've talked with, oh, probably 50 or 80 women who've been trafficked since then. But it's not just isolated cases. There are 42 million people in slavery right now today. And that's according to the United Nations. And a million of them are are kids who are being sex trafficked. But the, the good news is there's a lot we can do about it. The, the United Nations recognizes 2,000 organizations that are fighting it. And I bet there are 40,000. They're just not big enough to get yeah. to the United Nations attention. Yeah. What, but what I, I would love to share what I'm involved with now. And this yeah. is new since I talked with you last. All right. All right. What I'm describing is a little bit aspirational because... It's not signed, sealed, and delivered, but there's a group called the International Fraud Group. It's out of London, but it has members in, I think it's 47 different countries. And what they're extremely good at is finding money flows. And, and they do it for clients like, I'll, I'll give an example. There's, there's a very major software company. Uh, and I won't use the name Microsoft because it'd probably be mad at me, yeah. but... Soft but, Micro. Soft Micro. Okay, Soft Micro had a terrible problem, which in a way, you know, a different scale, but it's in and and different amount of 
pain and suffering, but there's an underlying principle between what I'm about to describe and human trafficking. Yeah. What Softco, we'll call it Softco. 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 What Softco was up against was pirates, uh, people pirating their software, counterfeiting their software. It was costing them millions and millions of dollars a year, and they'd hire law enforcement to put people in jail. It made no difference because it was so lucrative that you put one guy in jail, somebody else comes and takes their place, and Softco is still out tens of millions of dollars yeah. from pirated software. <clears throat> Well, so how do you attack that problem? The International Fraud Group did. And not only did they, but they were able to pretty much effectively shut down pirating for Softco. And here's how they did it. They went to Softco and they tell, said, Softco, you've hired us to put people in jail. Skip that. I mean, if they end up in jail, fine. But that's not going to stop it. What will really stop it is... Analyze why the pirates do it. And the answer is one word, money. Yeah. So go after their bank accounts. And that happens to be technically fairly difficult because if, if you're a big software counterfeiter, you probably have some dummy company in Liechtenstein, which has a dummy company in the Cayman Islands, mm -hmm. or I don't know what. But you know, they, they're very good at hiding money. Yeah. But the International Fraud Group, their specialty is dark web, covert operations, artificial intelligence. I mean, they've got all these capacities where they can pierce through and trace money flows you know, from one account to another until finally they get kind of the mother load. And then they go to the bank and they tell the bank, uh, Mr. Banker, we can prove, and here's the evidence right here, and you know, they show it to them. We can prove that the money in this account is hot. It's illegal. Uh, you need to freeze that account. And the banks in every case do. Because here's the motivation of the bankers. The bankers know that they could have a terrible public relations hit if they were known for laundering. Yeah. In, yeah. In, well, for the particular case I'm talking with Softcut, just they're laundering illegal money. Sure. So they're up against a reputational disaster great big fines and possibly even being shut down. So they always cooperate. So that ended South Coast problem. The International Fraud Group, I got to address them. I was a keynote speaker for them. And we discussed the possibility of using South Coast expertise in 47 different countries because trafficking is a global problem mm -hmm. to trace the money flows. To, and the way it's expressed is... Uh, you freeze the bank account, you seize the money, and then you squeeze the uh, the, the the bad guys. Yeah. Squeeze them in the sense of, would like you to tell who else you're working with and who else is doing this, and we can make it go a little less hard on you mm -hmm. uh, when when we turn you over to law enforcement. Yeah. Now, well, imagine we could do that with with the human traffickers, and human trafficking is 150 billion dollars a year. So the money flows are just unthinkably big. The profits are obscene. The odds of, of being punished for this are less than one in a hundred. Uh, so what I'm up to these days is the International Fraud Group is discussing right now. I was, I was on a phone call because I kind of convened it with one of the largest banking institutions in the world. 
I mean, they're they're likely to be partners in this because they like it. Yeah. Um, then the largest anti-trafficking organization in the United States and the International Fraud Group. And together they've got money and expertise where they could really fund some some really brilliant people to go after the traffickers the way they went after the softco money. Yeah. And oh, and, and a good piece of this, uh, in the case of softco, every dollar that they spent on shutting down or seizing the bank accounts of the pirates, they got $30 back. Jeez. So, so it was totally self-funding. Yeah. And for, and for the, uh, I mean, just imagine that, that you're a counterfeiter or a, a pirate. And you've put all this work into making a few million dollars here or there, and it might be 10 million. Uh, you've put all this, and then it's frozen. You can't get any benefit out of it. You, that, you're going to find a different line of work. Yeah, yeah. And so how does it become, how does it become financially advantageous to fight uh, human trafficking this way? Because for, for Sofco, it's, Hey, I'm losing this much money. Like you said, I, for every dollar I knock out of that, I get thirty back. So it's very, it's very clearly and easily uh, incentivized. But with something like child trafficking or human trafficking in general, it's granted like we should do it because it's an objectively good thing. But you know, we should also not kill each other. But you know, what's a stronger deterrent? Not killing each other because it's a bad thing to do, or we have locks on our doors, we have guns in our houses, and we'll call the police and you'll go to jail. It's, you know, the real world, uh, the deterrents are often less than idyllic and more. It's, uh, it's less of the carrot and more of the stick, right? So how does, how does the, how, what, it, what incentivizes the fighting of, because we can sit here and I can sit here and go, it's terrible, we need to do it, like, send me in, I'll kill them all, right? But you're my boy. Yeah, I am. I, I will go and I will go and guns blazing. But by the way, since I'm 79 and you're 30, I can call you my boy. Yes, you can. You absolutely. You're. You, we've 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 already discussed this, Mitzi. So you you have you have adopted me, and you are my adopted grandmother. And anyone who has a problem with that can fight me. Um, deal with it. <laughs> deal with it. But um, how is it incentivized? Because you know, there's there's, no, a, there's a great big answer to that. Yeah, because I was going to say there's no like big you know, legal trafficking co where it's like, we do legal trafficking and we're going to knock out these human, tra like, no, none of it's, you know, there's not, do you get what I'm saying? Well, yes, I do. Cause I've, uh, this has been very much in my mind sure. and there, there are two answers to that. One is it's a reputational good. If mm -hmm. you're, if you're, I'm, I'm making this up and I'm pulling the name out of the air, but the Ford Foundation is known for hating human trafficking. Sure. Imagine that they funded, and I think it might take 10 million, but imagine if they use 10 million of their funds. And trust me, I'm being as hypothetical and aspirational as possible. Sure. I have not approached the Ford Foundation. Sure. But hypothetically, if the Ford Foundation said, we want to be the company that, work, that wiped out the worst scourge that afflicts mankind, I think they'd do it. Yeah. So there's a reputational value, or even supposing it's one of the major banks that, that have, I mean, to my knowledge, most of the banks have charitable activities mm -hmm. or, or Nike or, or whoever. For, so the reputational advantage would be earth shattering, mm -hmm. earth shattering. Yeah. But another motivation is, as I said, there are $150 billion that the UN has tracked. I mean, we, we pretty much know that it's at least that. Yeah, at least. Well, that 
since it's the money is seized, it's got to go somewhere. And I can think of, of several models. One of them is supposing that, you know, hypothetically, again, the Ford Foundation puts up 10 million, but they get a great big cut of that to finance still more of it. That's one model. Another model is part of the money goes to law enforcement because law enforcement could do a lot of this, except you know and I know that most most well, police departments or sheriff's departments, they don't have the extra money to go after trafficking. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they're, they're so busy with the local problems, murders, rapes, arson, stuff that just goes on that they in most cases they're they're not going to have discretionary money to to go after traffickers and they probably don't you know in many cases don't have the know-how to do it um if if some of the money that's frozen could go into law enforcement to help them deliver more services i think everybody would win because you know to my mind there's something that i call the evil equation Mm -hmm. And the evil equation is obscene profits. A guy in New York who has four girls is making a million dollars a year tax-free. So obscene profits plus no deterrent, no punishment. That guy in New York who's pulling in a million dollars a year, his chances of paying any kind of price for that are way less than one in a hundred. So the evil equation is obscene profits no punishment equals unimaginable suffering. Yeah. yeah. Well, we could, we could, if, if law enforcement had a bigger budget, if there were a budget for this overall international fraud group just attacking the problem, there would be money that would, would help pay the salaries of the, of the people. Yeah, you know, some of the people who, at the level that we want, they're right now making a quarter of million dollars a year. I'm talking like the dark web specialists or the big data artificial intelligence specialists. Okay, those people, they can't work for free because they've got wives and mortgages and college to pay for. So you can't ask them to do it on a volunteer basis. But imagine that I I could see this snowballing. If you're getting $30 back for every one that you invest, you're not only really attacking the the biggest motive of the traffickers, which is money. But you're also arranging something that will be self-funding. Yeah. 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 So how do we get there? Yeah. How do we, how do we get there? Yeah. It's yeah. Okay. I gave, I gave a website before to go to winthisfight.org. Okay. And you can sign up for my, uh, for my blog there, but I'll give you an easier way. Uh, Take out your cell phone and text WTF. That's short for win this fight, everybody. Did you have a dirty mind? <laughs> text WTF to 51555. 51555. Yeah. W- and, and by the way, people sometimes ask me, Mitchy, did you know what those initials are? And I said, you betcha. <laughs> Because it's memorable, what, and, and yeah. that plus it, it's it's a little against type that sweet darling little Mitzi Purdue exactly is telling people WTF five one five five five. And by the way, if 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 you do that, that will that will give you a very direct link yep. to being able to sign up for my blog. There you go. And 
And again, the larger numbers that I get, uh, the more clout I have when I call on hypothetically a Ford Foundation yeah. or a Gates Foundation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah, the, the, yeah. I was going to say, I was thinking, so like the, I was thinking about like bad, you know, PR, right? But I was thinking like Nike, like Nike right now, what, December 5th, 2020, as of right now, Nike is fighting a less than one week old bill. And I think the Senate or the House or they're lobbying against it against uh i think there's they want to the u.s either wants to put a huge tariff on using like outsourced child labor in sweat sweatshops in like vietnam and nike is currently or how, about, how about to my mind the, the absolute worst is the uyghurs in in china the, oh yeah the, the muslim uyghurs. Muslims. two million in concentration camps with the organs being harvested that's a fact that's not a that's hate speech that's a fact Two million Uyghurs in concentration camps in Xi's China being killed, indoctrinated, re-educated, disappearing with a bunch of cre- crematories built around their camps. I wonder what's happening there. And wow, their organ trade is through the roof. What is that? But yes, the Uyghurs. I heard a story recently, by the way, of a guy. I mean, he was on a podcast that was like right before a podcast I was on. So mm-hmm. I heard this story. But he told about how he needed something like a liver transplant. Yeah. I can't swear it was liver, but let's hypothetically, it was he needed an organ transplant, and I do believe it was liver. Uh, he went to China because he was told that they could find a match pretty quickly. Yeah. They did. Didn't take. He had to be operated on again. There, like immediately available or within like hours, was another perfect match. Didn't take. He said there were 12 livers that were made available to him before the one that took. But he said, since they were available in hours, he has no personal doubt that that came from organ harvesting. Ooh, that, that probably came, that probably came fresh out of the basement. Yep. That's, that's, well, actually, I think it was probably special order and somebody called over to, I guess it's southwestern China. Yeah. But what I mean is they went down to the basement and found the prisoner with the matching oh, yeah, yeah, type yeah. and said, all right, bud. You're next. Yeah. Yeah. Ching Tai. And then it's done. Yeah, yeah. That's that's. By the way, that's that's just to get a little bit grisly for a moment. And then I'll explain why I'm getting grisly. Uh if there's, I, I told you that I started getting interested in human trafficking or aware of it mm-hmm. when I saw the pictures of the 10 and 12 year old little girls who had just been rescued. See if you can even process what, what their fate would be if they hadn't been rescued. And, and the statistics are that not one in a hundred children are rescued. I mean, some are, but very few. And those who aren't, they're typically, they'll be dead in, ten, in seven years because they're going to die of suicide, overdose, disease, or by the time that, I mean, maybe she's been in it for seven years and and she's just so broken and ugly and skeletal and diseased that nobody wants her. Murder for organ harvesting. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's demonic is what it is, right? It's what Miss Wells said is, um, or, you know, there are these menus when you go to these these wealthier yeah, or, you, or you can watch a two-year-old baby be raped, raped to, death. to death. Raped to death. It's a, that's a menu yeah, option. The, yeah, the evil of it is just beyond imagining. And in fact, oh, this is so personal, but it's kind of strengthened my faith because 
you know, if God is love, this is the opposite. And God's never been more real to me than, than yeah. seeing what the opposite is. And I yeah. want to stand up for the good. Yeah. Well, no, and that's, and that's what I said to Christy Wells was when you see that evil, that implies like at my most depressed in my life, at like my worst times in life when I was suicidal in 2016, that's kind of when I started to believe in god again and not in the sense that not in the sense that you might think oh you're at the worst point in your life you have to reach up and find the light no it was quite the opposite was i was like if my life is so terrible and i hate every moment of my existence so much and i'm in so much mental anguish this is this is hell and it feels like there is satan tickling my feet with flames I'm like, oh, well, that has to imply the opposite because you can't have up without down. You have podcasts where I'm in a tank top because I'm sweating and now I'm in a sweatpants and sweatshirt. Cold implies hot, right? This podcast is recording. Well, the recording sign implies that there can be no recording if there is no such thing as not recording, right? There is good vision, which implies bad vision. Well, if there's evil and anguish, well, that implies that there has to be the opposite because you can't have one without the other. So yeah, which proves that we're related, even if only hypothetically. Yes, because because our our thought process is identical. Yes, it's but that's that's what it seems like to me is it seems you can't have this right. You can't, and again, if it bleeds, it leads. So our minds are attracted mm -hmm. to the satanic ritual child abuse and setting kids on fire and raping two year olds to death. But I, that that means the I opposite. I wanted to mention to why sure. why I'm not against getting into horrific details. And it comes from experience that I have, which is not as exciting as it sounds as if it's going to be. But for eight years, I worked for the CBS affiliate television station mm -hmm. in Sacramento, uh, KXTV. Loved the place. Well, I was privy because I, I was an on-air broadcaster. I was privy to research that CBS did on what makes people stay tuned. And this was surprising to me, but in most cases, where they're really incapable almost of turning the channel, isn't because somebody's charming or lovable or yes. or appealing or you know nice nice. No, the thing that keeps people just glued to the channel so that they 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 can't turn it is violence. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, you yeah. and 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 here's how they tested it. Uh, violence. They they tested when people could turn the channel and when they couldn't, and they tested it with the equivalent of a lie detector test. Mm -hmm. It was it was I think more sophisticated than the sure. lie detector test. But if your if your heart's racing, if your blood pressure's going up, if your palms are sweating just a little bit, uh, your in other words, they've got your at your adrenaline. Here's sure. here's danger. Oh, by the way, the, the the rating was sex, violence, and humor. So the top is sex. It's really hard to turn the channel when something sexy is going on. Sure. It's really hard to turn the channel when something violent's going on. And it's pretty hard to turn the channel when humor's going on. And do you know where education fits in all of this? 80th. Well, 48th. <laughs> You can. It's not hard to turn the channel when something's educational. Well, what if you can turn? What if you can make something violent educational? 
Uh, well, that's where I think uh, when this fight wins. Exactly, exactly. It's that's where you because turn, yeah. we've got sex and violence exactly as, as big as you can possibly get. Well, that that's why that's why I, I want to have you and Chris. And I, I know I said I let you go at twelve forty. It's twelve forty four. But I, that's I want to have you and Christy on, and I want to do the most unsettling episode because. You know, if we just sit here and say it's $150 billion and 42 million people, people are like, oh, wow, that's sad, you know, whatever. But if you if you come on and say, hey, you, you know, there are options and menus where you can pay a man to rape a child to death and then light their body on fire. And then they're already I, mean, I want to kill that guy. I really yeah, do. Yeah, no. And uh, so do I. But that's what I mean is that's how you. And I, and I have sometimes said, you know, thank the dear Lord that that I'm not a sheriff with a gun because. I don't think I'd be responsible if I saw that guy. No, and I don't think you can be. But that's the point I'm getting at is I think if you can sort of Trojan horse education using that violence, well, I think that's when you can start to make a difference, right? Because it's it's kind of like what you just said about what you can't turn away from. Like, how long can you watch a Thanksgiving Day parade? You know, until commercials come on, until someone changes the channel? You don't care. How long does someone watch 9-11, right? On real time? Well, you watch for all 102 minutes between the first plane hitting and the second tower collapsing. You can't yeah. turn away from it. So if you can find yeah. a way to capture that and then Trojan horse it with a message, well, that's how I'm you... I'm even hoping yeah. that uh, that sweet little Mitzi Purdue telling you, asking, requesting, begging, praying, but wanting you to text WTF. 51555. Yeah, I mean, there's going to be a little bit of humor in There me. is. There is. Mitzi Purdue, again, yeah, it's Mitzi Purdue and it's child trafficking. It'd be one thing if that was like, hey text wtf and that's my podcast like yeah sure you know whatever edgy but yeah it's mitzi purdue and it's just you know little sweet mitzi purdue and we're talking about child trafficking raping and, and organ harvesting and what's the name of it wtf which i think is just as appropriate as i'll get out everything In else fact, is forgettable well when we were when we were picking the name i initially thought would call it the anti-trafficking auction boring nobody can remember it but when this fight is a call to action and then it's got these wonderful, memorable initials. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. But that's the point is that's what I think we need. I'll, I'll email you after this or text you. That's what we need to do is we need you and Christy to put together the most unsettling discussion on human trafficking because that is what's memorable. Facts and figures, oh, that's bad. Cancer's bad too. And so is sadness, whatever. In one ear, out the other. Where am I going next? What am I doing for lunch? When it's... Words like satanic ritual abuse and putting kids in cages and lighting them on fire. That you can't forget that and you can't turn away from that. So that's what I'm saying is I think we need to take advantage of that and make something make something that you can't turn away from. Well, Christy and I are really, really good friends and I think I can arrange that in a heartbeat. Let's do it. That's what I want to do. Is it's I, do, I don't want to do it because I don't want to look this in the eye. I want to pretend it's not happening. But I figure if we're gonna do it, then let's not dip a toe in. Let's do it. Let's I wanna make one comment sure, if I may about, sure. about the people who are kind enough to text WTF to five one five five five. While you're there, roam around and look at some of the ways that you can volunteer. And I make a personal promise to you. I won't ask for one minute more time than you want to give. And I won't ask for a penny that you don't want to give. And most people, I'm not asking for money. I, I would love time, but I'm not even going to ask for that unless you feel 
that the rewards you get from making a difference are so big that you're willing to give time and energy and creativity and all the rest. And I'll do everything I possibly can to match your skills and interests to the jobs that you get assigned. Absolutely. That WTF.org as well as IamOnWatch.org for uh, Christy Wells. Um, okay, and WTF, alas, uh, if I want to spend $25,000, I can get that name. But as yeah. of right now, I don't. So it's got to be WinThisFight.org. Win yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Win this fight. Whatever. Hey, it's good enough. Text WTF to 51555. But let's – I've now kept you 10 minutes longer than I said I would. Let's let's put that together with uh, you, Christy, and myself and um, just gear up for a horrifying podcast that needs to be done. But I bet, I bet at the end people – We'll feel energized by Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Because everybody wants meaning and purpose and yeah. accomplishment and leaving your mark in life. Yeah. And we have maybe the biggest thing that you could possibly do. Exactly. I mean, saving people from just unthinkable suffering. Yeah. And you, we need, you need to find a way to turn it into something as simple as texting or even a button to donate. Because I was thinking about this last night, just looking on Amazon. I don't even need anything. But instead of scrolling through Reddit or Instagram, I found myself scrolling through Amazon. And I was like, how brilliant is Bezos? He has taken shopping and he has put it on a screen in front of my face while I'm in bed on the side of laying on a pillow. I'm like, it is they are bringing it to you. So all you have to do is do this and then you can shop. You need to make we need to somehow make it that simple. Instead of like, you got to go here, you got to do this and you got to come out. Just got to make it as simple as here's the episode. It's terrifying. Press this button. Donate. It just you have to bring it right to their doorstep. Okay, somebody listening to us might have the technical ability to know what makes uh, what what makes things like I don't know Reddit or Pinterest or or gaming what makes it irresistible. I want that person to volunteer and and simplicity. help me design more. It's sim- it, I would say simplicity and inability to turn away. <laughs> But there, there are books on this, and there there's academic specialties on it. It's, yeah. it. I think the term is gamification. How do you turn it into an addicting game? Yeah, that could, uh, that doesn't go together too well. No, but no, no, that actually, you've got the gears turning in my mind. I'm gonna, I'll get back to you on that. But yeah, that's def- I think that's the move. Turn it into a. I mean, that's what I do with this podcast. Is I record on Excel spreadsheets from episode one on December twelfth till now December fifth. I record total videos, total subscribers, total views, and I turn it into a game where I'm like, let's see if I can beat this. Let's see if I – and that's how I keep it going for almost a year now. It's Hey, I just thought of a person who wrote a book sure. that I'd love to have you have on. Sure. The book is called Hooked. Hooked? Let me write it down. Yeah. Let me write As in it. grabbed, but no, hooked. Hooked. H-O-O-K-E-D. Right on my notes. All right. I've just been reading it, and it has a lot to do with what makes things what makes things go viral and what yeah. makes things addictive. What's the? Do you know the name? I can look it up. I have it in my notes. Yeah, I don't know the name. Okay. Well, and, and I guess I should go, but oh, no. I, I love being with you. No, it's I, so fun to have a successful grandson. Yeah. Well, thank you, thank you, grandmother. It's it's no, Mitzi, you can stay on forever. I just I know you're a busy person, so I yeah, want to let you go. It's not busy but i do have a one o'clock that means you're busy mitzi oh okay <laughs> all right i'll take it i'll take, well, I'll it. take it i'll take it i'll do that and then you can make fun of me for my sweatshirt and we'll call it even a deal a deal a deal right. 
All right, Mitzi. Well, I will I will text you the link when it's up. And until next time, winthisfight.org, imonwatch.org, text WTF to 51555. And uh, the next episode will be, that will be one you can't turn away from. So let's start uh, let's start getting the ball rolling on that. And I'll see what I can do. You see what you can do. And I'll uh, message Christy. Beautiful. Right, and Mitzi. I love all your viewers, Thank every you. one of them. Thank you so love much. Love you. Thank you. We lo- I love you, too. I love you more. I love you more <laughs> than Mitzi loves you. Don't don't let her don't let her steal my line like this is my show, Mitzi. You can't have my show. This is my podcast. Okay, we're competing. Dude, we are for your wonderful viewers. I will fight you. All right, Mitzi. Let's I ra- get violent. I, well, I will. I start crying. All right, and I make a scene. All right, so I don't think you want to see that, but I'll do it. I'll, fun. I'll do it. I will. I will start. I will do it. It's not pretty. It's not pretty for anyone involved. Well, Mitzi in a temper tantrum is not pretty for anybody involved. Well, you either. know what? I I will. You know what? I will. Maybe we should just pass on this one. Maybe we should just pass and remain friends. Okay, a deal. All right, Mitzi. I'll text Bye. you when the link is up. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for listening, everybody. Stay safe out there. God bless. Happy early Merry Christmas. Happy late Thanksgiving. And uh, yeah, I'll text you the link when it's up. Hey, bye, everybody. All right, bye, Mitzi.